Gambling on football, you say. Well, well, well. If you've done it before, you want to get back into it, or you just want another place to reliably play where you know when you win, you're going to get paid. Because remember, that's the whole deal. Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Thank you, Mr. X, for the comment. Bottom line is this, my bookie, mybookie.ag. They've been with us now for two seasons. They are a solid book. They pay when you win, and they are very straightforward. Plus, they've got a great array of ways that you can wager on games, an excellent interface, excellent mobile app as well, and great customer service. You know, there have been a small number of hiccups along the way, and people have emailed me directly and said, hey, I had a problem with my bookie. I send one email, boom, off to my rep at my bookie, and the problem is fixed like that. MyBookie.ag. Now listen, if you want to maybe bet a little bit and win big, try some parlays. They're kind of hard to hit, but they're fun to play, right? Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, one of the best in the business. It's where I play. It's where I recommend you have an account as well because you can never have too many. And right now, joining MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, it's not just World Series Week in Washington, it's Kirk Revenge Week, the first chance for Cousins to remind the Skins how and why they got it so wrong by letting him go. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk crazy Sua Cravens, peak pussy, and hot mulligan wives. All that plus F that guy. Your 150-proof shot of me is locked and loaded. So drink up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019. Thank you for downloading. So, it's Kirk Week, and it's going to come at us real quick here. Thursday night football. Redskins at the Minnesota Vikings. In Minnesota, 15 and a half points is the spread. Adam Thielen unlikely to play for the Vikings. His number one target unlikely to play. Kirk Cousins, they are still prohibitive favorites. This is going to be interesting. I know Kirk, well, I don't know if Kirk will say anything in advance or afterwards if he wins, sort of like Kyle Shanahan did. Kyle both saying uh, the worst part of working in Washington was, quote, everything else other than working with his dad, and after the game gave a game ball to his dad, a game ball for daddy after the 9 nothing win in the slop. I think Kirk will play it a little bit tighter to the vest. The funny thing is, I have not been shy in saying that I have been a Kirk jerk, uh, converted Kirk jerk, because at first I thought, this guy's no good. Come on. He was drafted in the third round as a flyer, and he's just a game manager. Ah, I don't see it. But then over time, I became more and more like, all right, this guy can really play. So when he went to Minnesota, I said, look, I think he'll be fantastic there. And it's been up and down, to say the least, more down than up, but lately he's on a hot streak. So people have sometimes emailed me and said, I don't know why you're so in the tank for Kirk Cousins. And there's a whole faction of people that love to be Kirk Cousins haters. And I don't quite get that either. Here's why I really love Kirk Cousins. Plain and simple, he beat Bruce Allen 
and the Redskins. He beat them against all odds. That, to me, is one of the most enduring and endearing things any Redskin has ever done. Kirk Cousins embarrassed the shit out of Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder and walked out of the building with some $60 million of their money en route to $80 more million from Minnesota? Shit, man, you got to respect that. Whether you think he's any good as a quarterback or not, it's fantastic. All along the way, he was the Hollaback girl. He was Shanahan's second. He was an insurance plan for Shanahan. And he had to sit there and wait behind RG3 and watch RG3 and the whole disaster that unfolded in front of him and be a pro. And he was. He had to put up with all this other shit that was going on with the Redskins. And it's always something. And he had to be a pro. And he had to hold his nerve when they put in front of him a pretty sizable chunk of money, but below what his fair market value would be if he were to ever hit the market as a true free agent quarterback and he had the nerve to do it, and even more so, he did it. He basically had his best seasons without safety nets underneath him. He played some of his best statistical seasons with bad teams and a shit organization. While he had no guarantee of future money, he was playing the long game. I mean, that's that's why I love him. He's a pro, and he beat Bruce Allen and the Redskins. And I hope he has a phenomenal game against them on Thursday. I hope he lights their hair on fire. That would be fantastic. We'll see. Maybe the Redskins rise up and they stun the Vikings with an upset on Thursday night football. I wouldn't count on it, but it is the NFL. As they say, stranger things have happened. Hello, Jay, coming to us via Bluetooth connection to my Rodecaster Pro, which does feed audio down the line, but it may compromise some of our audio clarity. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. How are we doing? It sounds glorious. To you, it does. I'm not so sure you sound so good, but we'll find out, and I'll get feedback from people, so yeah. I'm sure someone will bitch up a storm, as they always do. Yeah. In the meantime, listen to this awesome jam. All right, now I'm in the mood. Now I'm ready for my man, Jay. All right, let's start with the World Series. Prediction, thoughts, and comments on Saturday night as Jose Altuve turned out the lights in Houston. I remember before we seen a player of his stature dominate. Well, you know, Yogi Bear was 5'9". He's 5'4", David. 5'4". And he rakes and he feels. He's my favorite non-Ori. I can I can say that I agree. without hesitation. I, I love I love to watch him play. That was a great game, too, by the way. It, it really was. How about the twin double plays? Uh, or The two double plays, one in the seventh on the uh, catch in the outfield. Uh, by, Which was a great catch. 
uh, by Brantley. Brantley, and then the throw to first, which was great, and then the the the, the turn the two double, double play. play. Correa threw a ninety-five mile an hour bullet from I, second to first. Well, being a middle infielder, I love that stuff. Like I have a 90, 95 mile an hour hose, like him. But I just, I just, I just love watching the double play turn. Okay, you know what, Jay? I'm going to call you yeah. right back. You know why? Why? This audio is totally unacceptable to me. Really? Okay. All it right. is. All right, I'll call you right back. Stand by. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, folks. Uh, we're just going to keep rolling right here because I, it's just shit, man. It just is shit. I hate it. Uh, apparently there's a cable I can get that will send audio down the line when I'm hooked up to a hard wire on the phone, but, uh, apparently not. Okay. There we go. Headphones and we should be good. Okay. We're going to try it again. Oh, so much better. Oh my God. All right, Jay. So much better. Good to have you. How are we doing? (laughs) We're doing well. Thank you. Okay. All right, very good. So, uh, thoughts on the World Series, thoughts on the upcoming Nationals versus Astros. And you as a Baltimorean, can you imagine what it would be like to get the Orioles back in the World Series? I'd love to imagine that. It'll never happen. (laughs) Never. You can't say never, man. You know what that pisses me off, though? Yeah, what? That's serious. All these Orioles fans who are now rooting for the Nationals, that makes me angry beyond <laughs> belief. I fucking hate that. How many do you know? Oh, I one of my best friends. Well, I can root for both. No, you can't. Yeah, you, that's... Choose a, you choose a side, and that's it. I don't care if they're in the National League. Nobody roots, for, nobody roots for the Ravens and the Redskins. No, you cannot be an Orioles and a Nationals fan. Football's different that way, though, because you're, I don't know, AFC, NFC. See, I think it's like if you have a mistress or a girlfriend or a Gumar team, (laughs) sometimes you have to keep that Gumar on the down low. Like, you can fuck the Nationals on the side, but you better be. Just don't tell anybody. Right. Don't let your wife find the text messages or the pictures. Well, I'm ready to lay and throw hands on friends <laughs> who are now rooting for the Nationals. Because that is just an abomination. All right. Speaking of throwing hands, Sua Cravens got into a fight, crazy, apparently. Crazy Sua Cravens. Right. The runaway safety. Sua Crazy got into a fight with an NBA player. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear the story. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. Some NBA jabron who I've already forgotten his name. And afterwards, Sue Cravens had the following, which I'm going to put my headphones up to the uh, phone for you to hear. Okay? This was Sue Cravens after this fight that he got into with a uh, NBA player whose name is so irrelevant, I've already forgotten it. What's good, y'all? I just had to beat a nigga ass that just tried me. You feel me? Scratch my face. But I'll f*** that nigga up, old bitch ass nigga. I'ma enjoy the rest of my off day riding my bike and shit. Know what I'm saying? I try to tell niggas I'm light-skinned, but don't try me, nigga. They don't want to listen, though. <laughs> I'm out. Hey, I'm by myself. I'm downtown. The babby is not with me because I don't roll with the police. You know what I'm saying? By myself, always. Been that way. Cali I don't need help. 
That's how my brother got down. That's how I get down. That's how my little brother get down. That's how my pops get down. You heard? No matter who you bring with you, it don't matter to me. <laughs> I'm downtown. What's good? All right, Jay, I assume you heard that because you laughed when he said, I might be light-skinned, but don't try yes. me. Yeah, there's, there's only one light-skinned person that I fear, and that is Matt Barnes. <laughs> I, I'm serious. If I was going to, if I was getting into, it was me and seven, me versus seven people, I had one guy, I get Matt. Matt Barnes is the toughest SOP ever. That's the baddest man on the planet. You think you could so, take any light-skinned brother? Under the under the sun, except for Matt Barnes. Except for Matt Barnes. Yes. Okay, this is now a challenge for all my listeners. All I, all Find, like round them up. Listeners. Round up the light skin mod squad. <laughs> the murderers row of you don't want to fuck with this, this guy. This, this, this thing. <laughs> the murderers row of light skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of that right there, have you noticed though? The NBA is becoming very beige. All of our stars now are really light-skinned. I no, That's one thing I have not given any time to thinking about. You know, well, I'm thinking go, about the Hong look, Kong situation. Look. I'm thinking about impeachment. I'm thinking about ch- world hunger, uh, child cancer. Not thinking about the beijing of the yes. NBA. Not the beijing, look. but the beijing. I mean, Giannis. Uh... Oh, Giannis. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Giannis is light skin? He's, I think he's, well, he's, he's light skin. Okay. You got the, you got the, the, uh, the beige brothers in, in, in Oakland. Uh, Trey Young. It's be, it used to be we had Michael, we had Magic, we had Dominique. Dark skin brothers. Killing. Now it's Killing. all these beige brothers. <laughs> I would say uh, Giannis has a bit of a of a milky touch, but he's still like if you didn't know he was from Greece by way of oh what African country did he his parents emigrate from? Yeah, pick one. Pick <laughs> pick one. Uh, you'd say he's all American, brother. Nigeria, bro. Son of immigrants from Nigeria, not black enough for you. Come on, man. Very light skin. So anyway, back to Sua Cravens after I heard yes. that. I love Sua. One of my top five favorite Trojans of all time. <sighs> after I saw that, I thought to myself, by the way, this happened in August, and he's no longer in the NFL, so I don't know what he's talking about. Enjoying my off day riding my bike. Yeah, you got nothing but off days now, brother. <laughs> off day from doing nothing. Right, exactly. Although he might have gotten cut. This fight happened in August, uh, August 9th, I believe. It just shook out. Uh, Malik Brown is the name of the guy he fought. I'll let you. I have no, no idea, idea who that, that is. is. Right. I'm sorry, Malik Beasley. Malik Be- Beasley. Excuse Even me. Even more. Even more so. I have no idea who it is. He was fighting Malik Beasley uh, in a luxury apartment lobby over a, <sighs> wait for it, Girl. Instagram model. Anyway. Well, so, so anyway, as I, as I, uh, as I listened to this wonderful explanation of what happened from Sua, one more time here. What's good, y'all? I just had to beat a nigga ass that just tried me. You feel me? Scratch my face. But I'll f*** that nigga up, old bitch ass. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my off day riding my bike and shit. You know what I'm saying? I try to tell niggas I'm light-skinned, but don't try me, niggas. 
They don't want to listen, though. <laughs> Vacay, I'm out. All right. <laughs> After I listened to that, I thought my first thought was, man, he must have been hard to coach. <laughs> you know, he was. How do you how do you get a young man that is clearly still quite immature, clearly addicted to social media and all the trappings of being a pro athlete? And get him to focus on his craft and get him to buy into a team concept. And hell, get him to show up to work on time. No <laughs> wonder why he didn't guy last. Named Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, though, is a psychotic worker on his body, on his game. But it's, is consumed by social media. Agreed. Agreed. But he's just uh, he's just crazy on top of it. Okay, let's pivot to Lamar Jackson. Jesus, he God, is turning out. Damn, he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's better than Vic. He's better than Michael Vick. Oh, hot take alert. Auga. Yes. Auga. Yes. Better than he's the best. He's the best quarterback we've seen. Like he's he's better than Michael Vick. Not even and it's not even close anymore. Wow. And why do you say that? Michael Vick played, you know, took a team to the playoffs. I guess you could uh, say so did Lamar Jackson. He did last year after he came in. Um, yeah, he is turning out really good. Here's what I want to know: Is he one big dump truck hit away on his knee, like RG three, from ending up in a similar predicament, or is he cut Wait from a it. different cloth? The I was, buddy, and I were talking. The Ravens don't run plays where he is wide open to get killed they run they 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 run plays for him to run specifically where he's on an island with somebody else if you notice they don't run any powers or anything like that like the redskins did for rg3 uh i'm sorry jay they ran power on fourth and goal yeah that was i'm I'm talking about (laughs) actually it was fourth and it was fourth and two that's a little bit different from the one then okay you know first i'm talking about design plays from like the twenty. You know, open field where he can get killed. That was a play from the two. Right. A little bit different. If I may, though, he um, anywhere at any time on the football you field, can get you can get got. That's true. You can get got exactly, uh, just like Patrick Mahomes got got at the bottom of a pile on a quarterback sneak. Do you remember uh, the quarterback? Uh, from West Virginia, who played with the Dolphins, Pat White. You remember him? Oh, third round pick. Uh, was gonna be, the, yeah, yeah. He's going to be a Wildcat quarterback back when the Wildcat was a thing. Remember what happened to him against the Steelers on the sideline? No. He, I think Joey Porter almost killed Pat White. <laughs> when he was with the Dolphins. Him. Yes, he did. He obliterated him, yes. They, don't, they haven't set him up for hits like that. Right. I love the wild. And if his receivers, if he, if he had receivers, he'd be even better. The Ravens have shitty receivers. Yeah, I love the wildcat concept. It's like, okay, all right, defense, <laughs> watch what we're gonna do. We're gonna replace our quarterback with a shitty throwing running back, and we're gonna <laughs> and, play you. And, fool you. and we're gonna play you ten on eleven. See where you have an extra guy. Yeah, you're not going to be able to stop this. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought that. I'm th- so I was watching the coaching of um, what's the Giants coach? Uh, Schumer. Pat Shermer. Shermer. Pat Shermer. Yeah, he might be the biggest idiot ever. He, he's Some a, of his, the, apparently he went for it on fourth and eighteen. Yes, yes. Here, here's my 
nowadays football fans are much more sophisticated than our fathers were. They didn't have all the accoutrements that we do to follow the game. All these all these coaches now still try to talk down to fans like we don't know what we're looking at. We know a lot now. And when you do stupid stuff, we're, they're going to call you out. And there are a lot of dumb coaches now. <laughs> yeah, and he's definitely one of them. I mean, fourth and 18 is a super low conversion. You know, there's, no play, there's no play in your playbook for fourth and 18. Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, by the way, I'm trying to find the delusional coach. Uh, I don't know why I can't find this. So pissed me off where he's like, yeah, I don't care if the score was, uh, we score zero points, that's fine. All I care about is putting one on the win column. <laughs> yeah. Well, so anyway, Lamar Jackson is turning out to be the real deal, and the Ravens yes. are looking really good in the process. But they lost to the Browns by a million. I don't get okay. this. Okay. Well, it's the NFL. Yeah, I'm... I mean, it's seven seventeen nothing that the uh, the the Patriots beat the Jets. I just said I'm not even earlier. watching right now. It's it's already seventeen nothing. Yeah, but you don't have to watch. You get to you got to listen to Booger McFarland and Tessator. That's like that's the worst uh, Monday Night Crew ever. By the way, these two. It's bad. You know why? Because Boog was sort of riding behind the mistakes of uh, Witten, and, and now, now that Witten's gone. Everyone's yeah. focusing on Boog, and they're like, yeah, you're really not saying much, Boog. It's a yes. hard deal. you got to be insightful. I tell you what, I watched Gronk on Fox's pregame show Sunday. And let me reiterate for the millionth time, Fox's pregame show is an insult to every viewer's intelligence. It is the most asinine, overpriced, forced jocularity Fake ass jocularity. <laughs> hey Terry. Oh, hey Howie. Uh, hey JB. Or no, JB's on uh, CBS. Uh, hey Kurt. And it's bullshit, Jay. It's not so fake. The forced jocularity. And then on top of that, Gronk comes in and tells you absolutely nothing. He basically was asked, "So who are your favorite tight ends? Who are your top tight ends in the game?" Oh God. You won't believe it. Travis Kelsey is number one. You won't believe it. George Kittle is number two. So the best tight ends in the game are his favorite. You won't believe it. Uh, But Zach Ertz is number three, even though Zach Ertz was missing in action on Sunday night against the Cowboys. So in other words, he just listed the tight ends that any housewife who plays fantasy for $20 a season with her girlfriends would know. Can I'm I, not yelling. Am I yelling? And you know, and and you and I grew up with the best pregame show ever. Yes. Susan George, <laughs> Jimmy the Greek, Irv Cross, and Brent Musburger. Then they replaced Susan George with the gorgeous Jane Kennedy and kept rolling. And right. then we, by, by the way, I think it was like a half hour. Right. And, and, it came on like twelve thirty. Yeah. Well, because less is more, and they didn't insult your intelligence. There was no. no forced jocularity, which got me to thinking: Would there be a way to do a pregame show that did not insult a football fan's intelligence? Or because no, they put they put Katie Nolan on her. Uh, oh, that would boy. kill me. Okay. Uh, I I I actually did watch the pre pregame show as well, or caught parts oh of it. Oh my god. Carissa Thompson. I don't care. 
unbelievable. She was wearing black leather pants. Snickety. Yes, she is. And a tight uh, peach-colored top, mock turtleneck. Clarissa Taylor or Maria? Clarissa Thompson or Maria Taylor? It's two of the best ice creams ever. Just depends on what flavor you like, chocolate or vanilla. Honestly, I can't decide. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Yes, right, right. The answer is yes, please. Exactly. Uh, here, Coach Hines, Mad TV official video. Did you ever see Coach Hines? Have not seen that. No. Gambling on football, you say? Well, well, well. If you've done it before, you want to get back into it, or you just want another place to reliably play where you know when you win you're going to get paid because, remember, that's the whole deal. Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Thank you, Mr. X, for the comment. Bottom line is this, my bookie, mybookie.ag. They've been with us now for two seasons. They are a solid book. They pay when you win, and they are very straightforward. Plus, they've got a great array of ways that you can wager on games, an excellent interface, excellent mobile app as well, and great customer service. You know, there have been a small number of hiccups along the way, and people have emailed me directly and said, hey, I had a problem with my bookie. I send one email, boom, off to my rep at my bookie, and the problem is fixed like that. MyBookie.ag. Now listen, if you want to maybe bet a little bit and win big, try some parlays. They're kind of hard to hit, but they're fun to play, right? Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, one of the best in the business. It's where I play. It's where I recommend you have an account as well because you can never have too many. And right now, joining MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Okay, so anyway, so so Gronk, a complete zilch, and he tells you nothing. They then oh. kick it over to Greg Olson, who on his bye week was calling a game for Fox, who was doing the lead color. And Greg Olson, though, not that bad. Greg that. Olson's great. Okay, I was going to say, as not soon that as bad. Greg Olson started talking, it was like, wow, here's the guy you should hire. He had great delivery. Uh, he, you know, spoke very good English. Uh, unlike Gronk, who was saying, I like this guy's feet work. Oh, his feet work. And he actually made some good points about the game. Watch out, Greg Olson, possible rising star. Okay. Into the U. Yeah, they're, right, exactly. All right, hard, hard, uh, hard shift again. Elijah Cummings, the legislative lion of the House of Representatives, passes away at 65. I know this, you know, had to hit you hard. He was from your area, from your neighborhood. And uh, he leaves behind a wife who's going to maybe run for his chair. And she is great looking, this wife of his. Baltimore has some schnickety. You know, Maya, have you seen, Mar- have Maya, you seen Marilyn Mosby? No, I haven't. But Maya Rockymore is her name. And yes. when they said, you know, Elijah Cummings passed away due to long-term health complications from a variety of issues. And his wife, his widow, may run for his seat. And they showed a picture of her. And You're it's... Like, whoa! I'm like... Damn! And I'm like, that can't be old Elijah's first ride on the marriage Cosell. I think that's number three. Okay. 
which is not as bad as Dennis Quaid, who just got engaged on Monday for the fourth time. Have you well, seen you, Dennis I, Quaid's cut... new bride? Dennis Quaid's in great shape, but he's 65 years old. And he's handsome. Okay, I'll grant him that. Yes, he is. Yes. 28-year-old graduate student, blonde bombshell. I'm looking at Dennis Quaid. Whoa! Nice work, Dennis Quaid. Damn! Can I say, though, Dennis Quaid deserves this after the way what's-her-name cheated on him? Who was that? Um... When Harry met Sally, what's her name? What's her name? Jesus Christ! Oh, Meg you mean Ryan. Meg Ryan cheated Me- on Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Oh wow! Did him dirty, huh? You did him really dirty. So, okay. and everybody loves Dennis Quaid. Handsome fella. He turned out a lot better than his brother, didn't he? Is his brother still? Is he still in witness protection? He had crossed the border into Canada, was like fleeing some tax lien, I guess, on him and his crazy wife. He's a complete total trumper. He's got a big old beard. And yeah, he's gone off the deep end. So yeah. Uh Meg Ryan still not still the funniest though out of both of them. Uh Meg Ryan says Dennis Quaid cheated on her today show, September twenty third, two thousand eight. And she then she cheated on him with one one week Colin, later, not, no, no, one no, week later, yeah. Dennis Quaid hits back at ex-wife Meg Ryan after she claims he cheated on her. Come on, Hollywood, just have open marriages. Jesus, what's so hard about this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that that'll go over well. Uh, well, I'm I not bet, saying it. I bet no, some do. Oh well, okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Remember when she was uh, she was America's sweetheart? She really was. And then she got her lips done and her cheeks, and then it all went downhill. Uh, I also remember when, um, oh God, who is the other blonde gal who used to be uh, sort of uh, the hottest girl going? Can't think of her right now. It's killing me. Anne Hesh? No, although interesting pull. You know, you only see Portia de Rossi anymore. When she's at Ellen's side. She was hot too. I know. And like, is, is Portia de Rossi acting anymore? I think she still acts in the, uh, the Jason Bateman. What's that show that only comes on Netflix now? Though God, the one about the crazy family. I can't think of it. And I okay. know someone is yelling and whatever. Speaking of the net, speaking of Netflix, where do you stand on the, uh, Tom Brady spa Netflix well, kerfuffle? So, Fucking overblown and stupid. <laughs> so you don't think it was a dig at his? No, it, it was a. I, I watched the. I have a Paul Rudd story, by the way. Would you like okay. to hear that one? Let's hear that. Paul yes. Uh, so I worked on. It's it's documented one of the worst movies in the history of the, the cinema. How do you know? Filmed in D.C. Paul Rudd, uh, Jack Nicholson, Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Uh, by the way, Jack Nicholson and I shared a moment, but I met Paul Rudd. On set, and we talked for like 20 minutes. He's a big sports fan. Okay. But anyway, yeah, he's a great guy. So uh, I think the show, the show was about a guy who gets his life together by going to this spa. Not a sex spa of any sort. So I don't know how they, how the media got that and tried to tie it into crap. They didn't watch the show. It doesn't matter. It looks like a sex, because it looks like a sex spa. Oh, no, it. Okay. 
got to watch the show. You why wouldn't watch- Why wouldn't Brady, out of an abundance of caution, say no to that? Because he would think, like I do, that people are smart enough to have watched the show and go, that's nothing like Robert Kraft. Okay. Where now, do if you- it was a sex bar, yeah. Okay. How about this? Um, do you think he's a little bit pissed at his owner? for taking scrubbing some of the shine off of his sixth Super Bowl championship. Nah. No. No, I don't think Tom Brady cares about that. Yeah. Because it took all the oxygen out of the room. We stopped talking about the game the minute it was over. Game sucked, too, by the way. What was the final of the Super Bowl? (laughs) 10-3? Quick, name the (laughs) (laughs) Super Bowl score. (laughs) What was the score of last year's boring-ass Super Bowl? What is 13 Six or something like that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, la, la, la. 13-3. There you go. 13-3. Okay. Quite forgettable. So you don't think it was any kind of jab and you no. don't... Okay. All right. The media up in Boston has... Dan Shaughnessy has nothing to do about the Red Sox, so he had to make this up. Okay. Uh, here's the gal I couldn't remember. Not only uh, do I remember when Meg Ryan used to be America's Sweetheart, but I remember when Melanie Griffith used to be a smoke show. And if you look at, if you Google Melanie Griffith now, oh, you're not going to be happy. You are not going to get a good surprise on that. Uh, Melanie Griffith, and we, we can never do this on radio, but I like to have this like a little segment when they were their most fuckable. When was Melanie? <laughs> when was Melanie Griffith's most fuckable part? Was it Working Girl? Is that? You know what? Or was it the or was it the one where she played the hooker who uh, was in the treehouse with the kids? Okay. Milk money. Milk money. <laughs> Jay, you have swerved onto an excellent bit here. Uh, we just need a better name for it. Yeah, we can't. Right, we can't use mine. I know that. Right, I just can't. How about know. how about Peak Pussy? <laughs> yes, that's yes. so much better than when they were fuckable. You You're like right. that? Yes. Okay, yeah, so so, so so we, we identify peak pussy. If we were to chart when a woman's hotness reached the highest possible Her level, apex. what would that be? Apex, apex predator pussy, exactly. Yes. Like Carlos yes. Correa said about the Astros. I'll throw one out for you, and you can just uh, we'll just go back and forth ping-pong style while we can. I would say that uh, the noted hermaphrodite of trading Ooh. spaces or trading Ooh. places... Jamie Lee Curtis. She was peak pussy, not in that series, but shortly thereafter where she did a movie where she was a workout instructor. Perfect with John Travolta. There you go. That's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis peak (laughs) pussy right there. Boom. Done. Okay. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. I would have to say Aliens 1 because nobody saw her before Aliens 1. That was like her breakout movie, wasn't it? Uh, but she was in that movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt where she played um, like the sultry Jennifer Love Hewitt, by the way. That's another one. Um, she, she's played some sexy roles. Okay. Um, uh, by the Holly way. Berry. Holly Berry. Holly Berry is still soaring into outer orbit of hotness. Okay. All right. But I would okay. say I would say that 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 really disturbing terrorist movie, uh, Swordfish, where she shows her tits, would be peak oh, Halle Berry. Did you see the movie with Billy Bob Thornton where she had act of sex with Billy Bob Thornton? I don't know about that one. No, I didn't see that. Did you put the phone down, by the way? 
I did not. Oh, because you were further away there for a second. I walked and got a drink. Sorry. Oh, that's a, so you did put the phone down. No, it's I have my earbuds, but I went and got a drink of water. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever. Okay. Different acoustics <laughs> there. All right. Rene Russo, peak pussy. Was Ooh. it Was it tin cup? Or I think was it because that's my favorite Rene Russo role? Okay, or was it the heist movie, the art heist movie? No, Tin Cup, Rene Russo. I, I still like Rene Russo. She's still great, isn't she? She's just got that look. Although, you know, all right, huh, all right, here's one that you and I will. <sighs> Connie Britton. Connie Britton. I mean, I guess Friday Night Lights. What before Friday Night Lights was she known for? That's true. She's never been. She doesn't need to be in anything else, though. I got to tell you, Jay, I'm looking at some Rene Russo photos right now. It's not pretty. I'm just going to say that right now. Here's, well, the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Women, women had to do this thing called age. I know. Well, we all age. But, you know, we all age, for right. women, it's even harsher. You know, you know what is hell on women as they get older? The neck. The neck just crumbles. Like, I don't know, there must be plastic surgeons trying to figure out around the clock how to fix the neck. I wish I could fling you this picture right now to see Rene Russo's neck, but it is, it's old lady neck. And it's a shame because they all get it. And I'll, can you, can you tuck it? Can you pull it? Can you iron it? What can you do exactly? She's in her what? Uh, Rene Russo wiki. I bet she's 72. Not everybody can be Morgan Fairchild. Agreed. And stay hot forever. I know. Agreed. But uh, Renee. Or Raquel Welch. Or Sophia Loren. Uh, 1954, she was born. So don't don't ask me about what that translates to into uh, 65 years old. She's a, she's Medicare okay. eligible right now. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. Well, so, you- all right. So I, I got the most racist stat you've ever heard. And then we'll get into fuck that guy and we'll wrap it. All right. Okay. This is amazing. This from uh, Matt Jones uh, on Kentucky Sports Radio. Matt Jones. He tweets the following. I say this stat every weekend on ESPN Radio, and it's still amazing. As a starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater is 16-2 and against the spread as an underdog, and he is 28-7 and against the spread overall. Both numbers are the best in the history of the NFL. I rarely say shit is some racist ass shit, but that stat is some racist ass shit, man. The odds makers just don't think much of Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridge- and he keeps spanking their ass against the number. So somebody is, is banking money, betting against that, hopefully. I, yeah, but I mean, it, doesn't that tell you that that the, the most disrespected quarterback in the league by a wide margin, Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy ball game. Teddy ball game. I, I can't wait to get the boat rocking if in two weeks after the bye week, should Drew Brees get his job back? Oh God, you know that's not even going to be. That's not even going to be a discussion. Uh, I bet you Skip Bayless mounts it. Somebody will. Somebody will be assigned the card at ESPN in their pre-show meetings and they'll look at their card as they sit around the big conference table and they're like, all right, what side do I have? What argument today? Drew Brees should not get his job. Oh, God. 
It'll be Max. That's almost, it'll be that's Max Kellerman. As bad as, well, that's almost as bad as the. Should you let uh, what's his name get his job back in Carolina? Yeah, oh, Cam Newton. That, that's that's another dumb one. Okay, how about this? What if Cam doesn't get his job back? Drew Brees does, and someone mounts the racial horse, going, "See, black they man wouldn't can't get the job to a black man. Black yeah. man can't get his job back. I guess here's Drew Brees." Wanting to come back. Team's on a heater. Haven't lost with Teddy B. Guy's great as a substitute. Keep it rolling, but no. Meanwhile, Cam can't get his job back for some seventh-round scabroon from Nowheresville State. (laughs) Again, would not be shocked by any of that. All right, and with that, we come to fuck that guy. Oh, hold on a second. Before I start the music, I'm going to tell you mine, and then I'll play the music for you because mine has a little bit of audio that's a little bit hard to hear. All right? Okay. Singer Maggie Rogers was at the Austin City Limits Live in the Moody Theater doing a show with an encore of her most popular song, Alaska. Now, I've never heard of or seen Maggie Rogers, but one quick look at her, she looks like sort of a artsy, sort of a folk guitar type of musician. Some idiot in the crowd called out for her to take her top off by screaming, free the nips. Here's the audio. Take a listen. I mean, seriously, Jay. I'm looking at Maggie Rogers. Eh. Very yeah. artsy looking. Eh. I was at All right, so, so to the guy who shouted that out, fuck that guy. And with that, I was at Jay. I a concert yeah? where somebody threw a, a frisbee at Jewel, and she literally stopped her set and walked off stage. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard of artists doing that. Where they're like, look, I am not target practice up here. You people settle down or I'm turning around this whole car. Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, all you. I'm getting ready to uh, sell my vehicle, Zabin. What is it? uh, A Toyota. Toyota Camry. Why don't you put out a plug here? Maybe you could sell it to a loyal listener. (laughs) Well, I'm getting ready to sell it. Well, this past Saturday, uh, I was uh, Toyota what? Toyota what? What year? What make? What model? Toyota Camry. 12 Camry. 2012 Camry. Okay. Uh, The new Camrys are hot, by the way. I don't don't know what. I think I want another Honda, though. Okay. Going to get back into an Accord? Going to go go back to the Accord. But uh, so I'm shopping and uh, go in, get bagels, juice, and milk, come back out. Some effort hit me and fled the scene without leaving a note or anything. Oh, my God. How bad of a ding? Oh, bad at uh, $800 worth of damage to uh, the rear. But I have insurance. That's what it's there for. 
But it just pissed me off that someone was so disrespectful that they couldn't have left the effing note. Yeah, well, welcome to society these days. I know, I know. So to the guy... So to the or guy who, or gal, who sideswiped Jay right before he was going to sell his car. Fuck that guy or gal. All right, Jay, we got uh, 30 seconds to walk out to here. Anything left you want to talk about? Uh, I can't wait to see the new Eddie Murphy movie, My Name is Dolomite, that comes on Netflix uh, this Friday. Okay. All right. That's Very it. good. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. And we'd had no yep. time today, or we didn't choose to, talk about the fact that China's still real mad at Adam Silver. China has so, said sorry, Silver, sorry, China. Silver will face, quote, retribution sooner or later for not Jesus. firing Daryl Morey and for making China look bad by claiming they were being unreasonable. They said he made up whole lies out of thin air. I don't think I'd want China mad at me, but oh yeah, China mad. China real mad. They still Sorry, mad. China. Sorry, China. I, top yeah. three, top three countries I don't want mad at me. Number three, China. Uh, number two, Syria. Number one, Iran. I was good. Or was no, good. number two, North three. Korea. Number two, That's North my, Korea. Number one, uh, Iran. All of those three are very good. All right, Jay. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, your brother. Bye bye now. Bye bye now. All right, that's a wrap for me. I'm working on this system. I just need another cable that I can get decent phone quality and my guests can hear the audio down the line, although that seemed to work as I put the headphones up to the uh, speaker of the phone itself. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Recommend, tell a couple friends, keep this thing going. Keep this podcast growing. I do appreciate it. Rate and subscribe. That helps. You can also be a member of our Friday join gatherings uh, by signing up for the subscription Zabecast football, Five Ways Friday, which comes your way this Friday for Week 8 of the NFL. Me and Mr. X have been ice cold, which only means do theory. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time. Gambling on football, you say? Well, well, well. If you've done it before, you want to get back into it, or you just want another place to reliably play where you know when you win, you're going to get paid. Because remember, that's the whole deal. Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Thank you, Mr. X, for the comment. Bottom line is this, my bookie, mybookie.ag. They've been with us now for two seasons. They are a solid book. They pay when you win, and they are very straightforward. Plus, they've got a great array of ways that you can wager on games, an excellent interface, excellent mobile app as well, and great customer service. You know, there have been a small number of hiccups along the way, and people have emailed me directly and said, hey, I had a problem with my bookie. I send one email, boom, off to my rep at my bookie, and the problem is fixed like that. MyBookie.ag. Now listen, if you want to maybe bet a little bit and win big, try some parlays. They're kind of hard to hit, but they're fun to play, right? Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, one of the best in the business. It's where I play. It's where I recommend you have an account as well because you can never have too many. And right now, joining MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.